morning. Hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the eighth day of January 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there. Yep. The show has started with Big J visibly upset. What's the matter? I just looked at the uh, the, the my order form for the thing that is your present that's coming. Huh? And now it says it's not going to get here till January 16th. I ordered this like a week and a half before Christmas. Via what? I cannot say. You can't say where you ordered it from? Yeah, it'll reveal no, what okay. it is. Okay. So, well, or par- part of it's... God damn. That's awful. That's bad customer service, Big J. You thought it was coming yesterday. Yeah, it says it's expected to ship by today. Oh, no. And it's going to take seven days to get here? Well, where's it coming from? Who knows? does it say. Uh, coming from hell. <laughs> it comes from hell. Dear, 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 dear. So, uh, no gift exchange. Well, I guess technically it's not a gift exchange anyway. Listen, you, this... You've had your gift since before Christmas. Yeah, I've worn them a couple times. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm bringing stuff in tomorrow. It doesn't matter. I don't want, I don't want it. Listen, I can wait. Uh, I can wait. No. Really, I can't. It's very upsetting. It's all right, man. It's all right. Uh, as long uh, one last thing for you to worry about. You don't need to, you got you got enough anxiety in your life already. You don't have to worry about ah! that. Ah! You don't have to worry about that. You do have to worry about the next four hours, however, as we have a show planned for you, believe it or not, on this Wednesday morning. We have an opportunity for you to go to our exclusive showcase, which is coming up on the 18th of this month at the Knitting Factory Concert House. We'll give you a chance to win some passes to that over the course of the show today. We have a chance to explore the world of Kentucky and we're going to hell coming up this morning. And a bunch of things to talk about, including music catalogs and everything else over the course of the program. We should get started with some important stuff, and so we shall. When news breaks, we're the first there to muck it. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. You're a pet owner, Big J. Hell, you almost have a damn zoo going on over there in the middle of Yeah. Uh, have you yet to partake in the CBD oil products for pets that they have uh, recently spar- begun marketing and no. specializing in? No, that has not come into our purview. Do you? You've got cats. Do you do the catnip thing? Yeah. You do? How's that go? Well, I don't. The kids do. Uh, they love it. Yeah, of course they do. Uh, CBD is a molecule found in hemp and marijuana, but it won't get your dog high, or your cat for that matter. But many swear it can do a variety of things, from stress reduction to helping them sleep a little bit better. But you should know these pet products are not, well, what they claim to be. Cornell University dug deep into it and analyzed the number of these products and found that virtually none of them had any CBD oil in them at all. Now, these products make their way to shelves because the federal government currently does not have any standards for CBD that could help people know whether a product works for their pets or how much to give. The Food and Drug Administration is currently developing these regulations for CBD products for both pets and people. Right now, it's a free-for-all. Because once again, Big J, uh, boy, do we have a tendency to put the cart before the horse, don't we? Yeah. And so while it's a step in the right direction, right now, there's no regulation on any of this stuff. So God knows what you're buying when you're buying it, and God knows if it works if you do. You're kind of on your own until they figure this all this stuff out. And when that's happening, there is no time. And do you want to be experimenting on your pets? Uh, or yourself. Who well, knows? at least with your, at least you have your own choice when that's you're right. experimenting on yourself. That's true. I mean, you know, with this stuff, it's hard to tell. I mean, like, you know, how do you tell if your dog has less anxiety? Foolproof. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's a little bit difficult to pull it off. But just be careful what you give your pets. 
Don't let them ingest things, please. If the reports that came out early this morning are too believed, Big J, Kellen Moore is going to stick around with the Dallas Cowboys as the offensive coordinator. Mike McCarthy has extended him the invitation. He was mulling it over between staying in Dallas and going to Washington as their offensive coordinator. No! And so he decided to stay in Dallas, it looks like. God, I'd be so upset if he went to Washington. Well, they got the money, man. Uh, Boise State is not in Kellen Moore's bank account range. He's doing pretty well for himself and just doesn't have the money to pay his assistant coaches what the big programs can pay. Therefore, uh, it doesn't matter anyway. As we as we talked about yesterday, the NFL is where he needs to be. It's where the money is. It's where the opportunities are. And it's a smart play for him to stick where he is, even if McCarthy's calling the plays. Uh, it's just going to make Kellen Moore look better, <laughs> in my personal opinion, if Mike McCarthy's ended up calling the plays in, in Dallas. So we'll see what ends up happening, but it looks like he's staying put. Uh, looks like uh, Matt Rule for the Carolina Panthers is going to be their new head coach. The former Baylor head coach signed a seven-year, $60 million deal. $60 million? Uh, we were talking about this, I think, again, off the air yesterday. But uh, listen, I'll wait. You tell me the last time a college football coach, ballyhooed or not, made a difference in the NFL. And Pete Carroll should be the only time you, We went back to, yeah. like, the 70s. I mean, every move has blown up in people's faces that have taken the hot college football name. It just doesn't work. But they're just throwing money at this thing. It's crazy. Uh, Giants going the other route, uh, hiring an assistant you never heard of to be their head coach, Joe Judge, who was... Everybody calls him the wide receivers coach for the Patriots because I think that's the less attractive position because the Patriots wide receivers have been so bad, but he also has been the special teams coordinator for the last five years, which has been outstanding in New England. And that's a particular uh, job that is uh, very uh, precious to Bill Belichick. Yeah, that's where he started. And so uh, maybe that's, you know, maybe he's more of a protege than, than you would think, but the interesting part is Josh McDaniels was supposed to interview for that job as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another thing. I mean, it's not like the coach Belichick coaching tree has been amazing. Oh, either. right. You no, know, it hasn't been. It hasn't been that great at all. I mean, I get, I get it, but you know, it's not like Matt Patricia or Brian Flores or uh, Romeo Cornell or <laughs> any of those. That being are... said, they're go. Those guys are going to some pretty rough organizations. That's true. Giants are. In I trouble. mean, and, and let's you know, Patricia or Patricia. Yeah, Patricia Arquette. What's his name? Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. I mean, he went to Detroit. I mean, what do you expect from that? Uh, disaster. Yeah. It's looking good. Uh, Christian Bale is in talks to join Marvel Studios' Thor Love and Thunder, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Chris Hemsworth will be Thor, of course. Natalie Portman's back. Tessa Thompson back as well. Uh, Takia Watiti will direct. Love and Thunder is set to drop November 5th, 2021. Uh, where do you stand on this? Oh, that would be great. And I don't think uh, Chris Hemsworth's going to be in the movie at all. What? Of course he is. Really? Yes. I thought this was going to be without... No, he's totally in it. Hmm. It's not called Thor, God of the Love and Thunder. I mean, it may be the passing of the Torch movie, or the Hammer, if you will. Uh, they kind of did that at Endgame. But still, I, I think he's totally going to be in it. And what happens is what happens. But... Um, you're okay with Batman being in the Marvel Universe? Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Let's make it sure. Lots He's of actors. He's not Batman out there. anymore. Lots of actors out there. Well, not all of them are great actors. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. <laughs> 
Minutes, you send nude song of the day. The Chemical Brothers' name of the game here on 100.3 The X Rocks. The morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you. Uh, courtesy of Streaming Dumbass, it was on Amazon Prime. It was called A Simple Favor. Big J, A Simple Favor to us. How was it? Yeah, um, you know, interesting stars Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Blake Lively being uh, Ryan Reynolds wife and i'd never seen blake lively in anything what ever yeah no really no i know you didn't watch gossip girl but you didn't watch uh that uh what was it called was it called heathens the movie that he was in she was in with uh uh the guy from john carter from mars that you like so much uh yeah um no i i haven't Mm. haven't seen that i didn't see that uh so it was my first uh introduction to her and i gotta tell you she's pretty awesome uh the movie is I mean, there's some. It's a comedy, but it's also disturbing in a lot of ways, man. Uh, it just it took a lot of turns that I didn't see coming, and uh, some of them are disturbing. And you know, Games of Throny. I'll just put that in there. That uh, that automatically means incest. Yes. Uh, so get ready for that ride. Anna Kendrick's character is she is a vlogger. And uh, she's got a young son, and Blake Lively uh, is is a mom uh, who has a, works for a a fashion designer. She has a son, and basically, you know, they meet at school and become friends. It's an unlikely friendship because they're completely different kinds of people. Uh, Andrew Kendrick's character is a widower, and so you kind of start to learn some things about about her, and um, that you just go, well, what's going on here? So it's an interesting thing. It unfolds. It is funny. It is disturbing. So be prepared for that. So I guess you could kind of call it a black comedy, and I rather enjoyed it. You did? Yeah. Now, was it funny? Yes, yes. And it's like, you. I don't know if this is how Blake Lively normally is. Obviously, she's playing a character, but I see like this character, her, and, and this character would probably get along really well with Deadpool. Like, they would be, they would be together, I would imagine. In some form. <laughs> okay, so that's all you need to know. All right, and you would you would you would tend to believe that Ryan Reynolds is kind of like Deadpool in his real life, right? Yes, yes. So you so can see I, the I, I kind of think like this is how Blake Lively acts, and that would make sense why they're together because it's wacky, uh, but in a good way. So you yeah. were surprised? Yeah, uh, Paul Feig, he's the director, former guest of the morning after. Um, he did uh, uh, the Heat with. Um, uh, Melissa McCarthy and mm-hmm. uh, Bridesmaid. So uh, very, he's got a, a pedigree for making funny movies. So you know, check it out. It is officially Big J approved. Officially approved. Very nice. Would it be something that the wife, the family, the daughters would enjoy? Is it a women power? I don't kind know of what they enjoy anymore. Huh? Oh no, that's not good. Yeah, I know. You do live with them. Morning after with well, Nick. one is now watching the The Walking Dead. Didn't want to watch it when it was on TV. In the early stages when I was like, hey, come watch this with me. Is she into it? Yeah. How far into it is she? Uh, she just started season one, like, uh, last right. week. She's about three days from being over it. <laughs> Morning after. I don't know. She's a pretty dedicated person. With Nick and Big J. Important stuff on the way. <laughs> yeah. hey, what's going on in the news today? On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's just in Big J. It is not 2019 anymore. You get me? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's we're in day eight of 2020. Yeah, it's a whole new decade, dude. But just because it's a new year, do not think for one damn second 
That Boise is letting up on its stronghold of best of list. Do you understand me? Yeah, not even close. Go. Get the hell out of here if you think the other way. Get out! Boise is keeping trend with being ranked in the top 10 best cities in America, going strong again this year. This time, Wallet Hub has named Boise the 10th best city in the country for jobs. Ahead of Seattle, Denver, Salt Lake, and Orlando, the ranking had two subcategories, job market and socioeconomics. Now, Boise was ranked 19th for job market and 8th for socioeconomic standing. How about that, Big J? Wow. Boise was also ranked third for the highest employment growth in the country. Now, here's the problem with the study. The study did not include information about Idaho's and Boise's rising house costs or the low wages. In fact, of the 185 cities that they surveyed, Boise came in 183rd for average salary. So, yeah, there's jobs. They're just not not paying great, in case you're curious. Yep. So we've got some issues there. And with the influx of people moving in, it's interesting. We'll see what ends up happening. The rent's too damn high, you understand? Right. We'll see what ends up happening there, too. Probably not much. Hey, Major League Baseball said yesterday they're going to investigate allegations that the 2018 World Series champion Boston Red Sox used their video replay room to steal signs. Everybody's stealing signs, dude. I mean, what happened with the... I haven't heard anything about the whole situation going down with the Astros. Yeah. Now they're investigating another team. Here, Here's the thing. Everybody will tell you stealing signs has always been a part of baseball. Always has. Now... When video cameras came into use in that, I mean, I feel like if you are smart enough to figure out uh, team signals and you're on the diamond, that's one thing, right? Yeah. Uh, If you are using video technology to do that, that's crooked to me. But at the same time, the whole Astros thing, you know, the the banging on the trash cans and things like that, I mean, that was, uh, that seemed like very intricate and almost, almost respect the ingenuity. Right, but still, it was cameras, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the whole reason why they did it. I mean, yeah, you've got to get the signals to the the dugout somehow, so you're going to have to get creative in that aspect. But it just, it, but it also may be one of those things where uh, also everybody's cheating. What else is new in baseball, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go back to the steroid era for that. Matt Rule is going to be your new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Seven years, $60 million. He's leaving B- Baylor, and he is taking over Carolina. Good luck, man. I think you're going to need it. Joe Judge looks like he's going to be the head coach for the New York Giants. He was the wide receivers and special teams coach for the Patriots for the last couple of seasons. He's 38 years old. He's young. He'll be taking over for Pat Shermer, who was fired by the Giants last month. Big J, guess what? Tom DeLong is doing something very interesting. He at Blink-182, he has sold his entire songwriting catalog to Hypnosis Songs, which is a London-based music investment and management company. According to the visual, uh, official announcement, Hypnosis has acquired 100% of Tom DeLonge's copyrights on his catalog, which consists of 157 songs, including the uh, six most popular songs by Blink-182. What's My Age Again, All the Small Things, Stay Together for the Kids. Uh, his output also includes music on all five albums by Angels and Airwaves. And Blink-182 Worthless. is fine. And Angels and Airwaves is fine. Who gets the boxcar racer money, Big J? Who gets it? Why would he have the boxcar racer money? Why wouldn't he? Isn't it him? He, what, I don't think he was in box. That was Mark Was that Mark? Was that Mark or yeah. Travis? 
That's too bad. Uh, DeLong said in a statement, it's an honor to have been playing music for so many years and be in a position to partner with a great team like Hypnosis to support my work. It's a perfect opportunity for me not only to celebrate my past, but give me a foundation to create more music for decades to come. So uh, what ends up happening is he sold the rights to all of his past stuff, but none of his future stuff. So maybe he's broke, Big J? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, DeLong it costs did, a lot of money searching for aliens. <laughs> DeLong told us a while back that both of his main musical outlets have reflected the two sides of his personality. I really am both those guys. I really grew up on a skateboard doing crazy illegal dumb shit, you know, that I should have gone to jail for, and definitely maybe one day it'll make it into a book. But then I, I also am the guy that I'm a very new age kind of, there's a lot of spirituality to this part of my life, and both those sides are me. Which side do you like, Big J? Do you like skateboarding Tom DeLong or do you like aliens Tom DeLong? Uh, I, I don't like either one. What? Yeah. What did he ever do to you? Sang. You don't like the way he says. No, I don't like the way he says anything. His words. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Unpopular opinion around here. Tom, I know. Tom DeLong slam out of nowhere. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to go to hell. Please join us. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. You know what, Big J? Having relationship goals is an important thing, yes? Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know if we'll ever reach this level. The level of the gentleman uh, named Raymond Pace, 47 years old from Lancaster, Kentucky. Uh, see, Raymond decided he, he wanted to be with his girlfriend. The problem with that is... Girlfriend's in jail. So what do you do, Big J? Oh, you sneak into jail to sleep with her. Not even. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Not even. You don't want to. You don't want to sneak conjugal. That's no good. He decided I need more quality time with her. It's time oh. for me to get arrested too. Oh, oh okay. I was gonna say go the other route. You become one of the jailers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Go through the police academy. Yeah. Uh, get yourself all hooked that up. That would have been super romantic, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's a long con, but it's a good one. It's not exactly immediate. So he just decided, you know what? I'm going to join and support my jailed girlfriend. I need to get arrested. So Raymond Pace decided the way he was going to do that. Uh, buy some methamphetamine, some heroin, and some drug paraphernalia, and then start a fight with the cop. That'll do it. It worked. You're absolutely right, man. His plan was foolproof. Here's the problem. They usually don't put, you know, female and male in the same place together. And therein lies the problem. Oh, man. What uh, an idiot. Raymond was very upset. See, see my idea was much better. <laughs> he says that he went to a, uh, a bad part of town, bought some drugs, and then picked a fight with the first cop that he saw so that he could support his jailed girlfriend. Uh, Pace says that uh, he does not partake in any of these drugs. Whether or not that's true or not, I'm not exactly sure. Because, yes, a simple Google search would let help him know that they do keep the population separate when it comes to that kind of stuff, regardless of what kind of jail you're in. And he found that out the hard way. He's like, oh, man, I got myself arrested just so I could hang out with my girlfriend. And I didn't get to see her. I'm in a whole different part of the jail. You're not real thorough. Son of a gun. And uh, he was intoxicated at the time, so alcohol did play a role. Uh, and his girlfriend is serving five months in jail for a uh, possession charge. And now guess what, Big J? Assault on an officer and possession charge of his own? We got uh, Pace looking at about anywhere from 12 to 18 months. Yeah, you can't really take that back. You'd be like, oh, I was making a mistake. 
Police say that Pace twice shoved an officer in an attempt to get arrested. Uh, but then the officer was like, listen, I'm not going to fight you, sir. And then Pace pulled out a bunch of drugs and was like, will you fight me now? And then threw him at the police's face. And then sure enough, that's how it works. Uh, not exactly a fight, just a standard arrest. And so now Pace is facing a bunch of time in jail. Will probably be in jail longer than his girlfriend now. Which means, you know what? Now, because Turnabout's fair play, the girlfriend's got to get herself arrested again, right? No. Huh? No, hopefully she learned from this. We'll see. Do you believe in rehabilitation? Well, yeah. Then she's going to be just fine, buddy. These guys are going to be just, just fine. But you're right. It was uh, poor planning, bad idea, uh, good execution with the plan, however. But uh, just went about it the whole wrong way. And you need to have a backup plan. But is it romantic, Big J? If you were in jail and you were the girlfriend, would you go, aw? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even though you know it's he's a, an idiot. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Ah. I mean, you know. What an idiot. Listen, romanticism and idiocism, you know, they, they, they aren't mutually exclusive to one another. So he's a romantic idiot. And a romantic idiot in jail. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's the X-Rock. The Offspring, why don't you get a job here on 100.3 The X Rocks in the morning after with Nick and Big J. Now, full disclosure, I don't know a whole lot about the subject that we are about to talk about, but this show is, if nothing else, a place for us to spot off on things we know nothing about, right? Right. And so it gives us an opportunity to talk about something that has become a sensation. And because it's a sensation, this is why more things are coming, and this is why we can't have nice things, Big J. Uh, I don't know much about Fox's The Masked Singer. Do you? Yeah, you got uh, well, people I, that are that are in a mask and they sing, and you know, there's a whole guessing game of who they who it is. Right. I understand the premise of it, but I, I haven't watched an episode. Have you? No. How do they guess, and how do they know if they're right? I guess is the question. Uh, from the just the thing I've seen, it kind of looks like uh, I don't know. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it really is a meaningless competition, right? I mean, I think the end, the winner gets a trophy or whatever because you fooled the celebrities the most. Yeah. And uh, and it's just a bunch of former athletes. It's Dancing with the Stars Light. It's a bunch of people that maybe you're not familiar with or singers that have been famous in the past that are now going back on a show and trying to gain some sort of relevance once again. And, well, uh, we all made fun of it when it came out, going, who the hell is going to watch this? And the answer was, a lot of people were watching The Mad Singer. It's a full-fledged hit. And you know what happens when we have hits, as we live in a copycat world, what's going to happen? Spin-off stuff, right? you got to have a spin-off. And so because The Mad Singer is such a big success, Fox is developing a sing-off, or a spin-off, I should say, that is basically called The Masked Dancer. It was like, you know, when American Idol was so big, they came out with So I Think You So You Think You Can Dance. This is the same thing. And it's apparently uh, basically the exact same thing. It's people that are dancing in masks, and people have to guess who the dancer is. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand the premise, the opportunity, the, why it's so possible. Uh, but, you know, it, it's one of those deals where it's going to happen. And so it's an opportunity for people to watch this show if they want to, I suppose. Um, but if it's a big success, then they'll have more spinoffs. Masked everything, right? Yeah, we had the masked comedian. <laughs> you got to figure out who's telling the jokes underneath the mask. Right. And guess at it. 
every single week as they revealed somebody else behind the mask. And you go, oh, I don't know who that person was in real life anyway. I was way off. Way off. It was somebody I never heard of. I think you're okay for not having seen it. So uh, you're getting more of these things and more and more reality-based television. And so are we circling the drain at this point, Big J? Starting to think we might. Ah, not even close. No, we can, but what's further down than this? <laughs> and do I want to be there? Well, we don't have uh, like the Desperate Housewives on basic broadcast network yet, so uh, yeah, but nobody... that's drain circling, friend. <laughs> There's still 15 different Real Housewives that you can watch if you want to at any given moment. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is on the way. So is Pop Culture Smackdown. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, Boise, Idaho, the biggest city in Idaho. Yeah. But would you call it the big city? Uh, nah, no, that doesn't play out like a big city. Right. Getting bigger, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not like a big city living. Like, you know, if you weekend in Los Angeles or something and you can understand. Right. Uh, the difference is pretty quickly between... Or even Seattle. And some of the larger markets in the country. But Boise has a very large problem, much like some of the big cities do, which is housing can be ridiculously expensive. And so what is a way that people beat that out in the big cities and starting to here in Idaho as well? And that is building out instead of in. Finding someplace that's a little bit more remote, someplace that's a little bit more affordable, and then commuting to where you need to go. In other words, finding like a vacation home or something like that that might seem a little bit more budget-centric, and then finding a way to get into work every day. Investment advisors say that uh, more and more people are wanting to have exposure to real estate, but it's going to take all their assets to do so in a residence in the cities or in growing populations. And so a solution to this is finding a smaller vacation-style home in a rural part of a state and then transferring over to where you need to go. Financial planners note that if your goal is to actually buy a primary home in an expensive city, doing this might not make financial sense, but say it can be a good idea for some people to find a place to escape to and having that kind of place as your primary residence may be a great way if you're looking to get started in the world of real estate. And if you grow equity or it starts to double in value or whatever the case may be, it gives you an opportunity then to use that investment property as a way to break into whatever city you're looking to get into eventually. Man, baby steps. It's complicated, but when, you know, a housing market like Boise happens and it's like, man, I can't get out of bed for less than $350,000 in the Treasure Valley, I need to figure something out. Maybe finding something that maybe in Middleton, Big J, say, for instance. Live like a king out there for a while and then make your way back into the city of Boise, as it were. As I believe, maybe that's still in your plans, right? Yeah. Someday to move back into around these parts? You betcha. It's not because you hate Middleton, right? No. It's because you just want to be closer? So close. Or you, the house that you're in, you're just you're tired of it? What? Uh, no, I think being being in town and, and closer to a lot of events and things happening uh, makes, makes good sense. Well, because you love to go out. And so... Well, part of the reasons we don't go out a lot is because we live like a good 30 minutes out of town. I know. Uh, I guarantee you, if we lived in town, I would probably be at a lot more things. Oh, man. Looking forward to that. 
Uh, Matt Rule is the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. He signed a seven-year, $60 million deal, according to ESPN. He's replacing Ron Rivera, who also signed a pretty big contract with the Washington Redskins this month. Uh, Matt Rule is the head coach, or was the head coach, for Baylor and Temple before that, and now is making his way into the NFL. Joe Judge is going to be the man at the helm for the New York Giants, replacing Pat Shermer. He was the wide receivers and special teams coach for the Patriots the last five seasons. He's 38 years old. We'll see how that works out for the Giants as well. They seem to have a bit of a... um, I guess it's kind of a system. Like, they go after... Like assistance, that's their thing. The Giants take assistance. It's really coaches. worked well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, even Tom Coughlin, I think at the time was a Jaguars assistant, right? Wasn't he? When they picked him up and I took don't him remember. To some it was a long time ago. Uh, he was old, but I thought he was like a defensive coordinator or specialist or something like that. Big J, the British Academy of Film and Television have announced their award nominations, and it's going to look a lot like the Oscars and the Golden Globes. Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman are the ones that lead the noms. Joker had 11, Irishman and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood grabbed 10, and then 1917 earned nine award nominations as well. Uh, They're going to take place Sunday, February 2nd in advance of the Oscars. That's Super Bowl Sunday. Nobody's going to be watching those. You understand? Right. Uh, we got a football game to watch. But we got uh, commercials to (laughs) purview. That's right. So you have an opportunity to check out at least the list of who won the following day, if that matters to you. Smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we got some tickets for you January 18th at the Knitting Factory for Cethea. You've got uh, Christus and you've got Nixon Rodeo coming from Spokane. We were Giants. It is exclusive showcase number five. The first of the uh, X Rock 25 concert. How do you pronounce that? How do you say that? The 25th, 25th yeah. anniversary concert series? That's it. We'll get you tickets if you can uh, try to decipher what's going on and, and bat up. Uh, whoa. We're doing the pop culture thing. That's happening here. Let's just start over. Let's just start over. No, I'm kidding. 208-287-1003 is the number that you can call if you'd like to play. Big J's got the questions. Hopefully you have the answers. Let's see if you got what it takes in order to claim yourself a prize. Good morning. Oh, that ain't going to work at all. Good morning, the X. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's your name, please? This is Julie. All right, Julie, good luck. This popular celebrity chef swears a lot and debuted his new show on Fox last night called 24 Hours to Hell and Back. Who is he? Chef Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay is correct. Nick, this Food Network star has her own show and judges baking championship was discovered based off of her blog and now has her own line of frozen food. What's her name? One more time. This Food Network star has her own show and judges baking championship was discovered based off of her blog and now has her own line of frozen food. She judges on the, the baking championship? Baking championship series, yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... No? Is it Valerie Bertinelli? No, it is not Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> Who is it? Yeah, you win. Uh, the Pioneer Woman or Reed Drummond? 
I would have no idea who that is. You've right. never seen that? No. I've seen lots of the baking championships. I have no idea who that woman is. Congratulations, man. You, you got yourself all set to go for the exclusive showcase coming up on the 5th there, Julie. Uh, you're going to check out We Were Giants, Dick's and a bunch of awesome bands. Hang on one second. We'll get you some information and make sure you're set and good to go. And there's your pop culture smackdown. We got to run a headlines. That is happening next on the X-Rock. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Big J hammered barcodes, dude, and I'll never get it. Barcodes, dude. The lottery is not something you want to mess around with. Just an FYI. Uh, Two men from Columbus, Mississippi had to face a judge yesterday after being accused of trying to cash a fake $100,000 lottery scratch-off ticket. Otis Latham, who is 47 years old, and Russell Sparks, who is 48, were arrested on Monday and charged with conspiracy to commit and uttering counterfeit instruments of over $1,000. Now, what they decided to do was they used super glue to attach winning numbers to a losing scratch-off ticket and then tried to collect their prize. Now, here's the deal. The barcode, of course, that's what happens now. They just scan it into a thing and it tells you exactly how much your ticket has won. So regardless of what numbers are on the front, it doesn't matter. It's the barcode that yeah. scans with the lottery machine. And so right away it was like, nope, it's not a winner. And the guys were like, well, it says right there we won $100,000. And they're like, no, that's not how it works. So now guess what happens, dude? Now you've got to try to fake the barcode. <laughs> now they're getting 20 years apiece in prison and a $50,000 oh, fine. damn. You don't mess around with the lottery, dude. You don't mess around with it. That will get you into some serious trouble. I mean, trouble. I hope the judge doesn't make him go to jail for 20 years. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know if he has much of a choice. It's one of those things where it's Come like on, it's man. a federal crime. You're in trouble. you got to know what you're doing. I mean, that just doesn't seem to... That'll learn him, I suppose. Yeah. Hammered, or I'll never get it. Hammered! Some people should not drink while flying. Add 20-year-old Demi Burton to that list. She was taking a flight back to the United Kingdom from Abu Dhabi back in May of 2019 when she got up and allegedly started demanding men on the flight to have sex with her because she wanted to, quote, join the Mile High Club. She had to be restrained by six people after she tried to headbutt and kick them separately. She even managed to bite one of her restrainers on the elbow. Burton's case was heard yesterday. Prosecutors say she was very drunk before getting on the flight, while the defense claims that she drank because she was afraid of flying. Burton reportedly shouted when she was cut off on the airplane, quote, Well, you may as well land the plane now, then. Before being refused more alcohol, the judge said the matter is too serious to be dealt with in any other way other than immediate custody, so she's going back to jail while they figure this thing out. Uh, And for the record, none of the men took her up on her offer on the flight. I can only imagine why. What do you mean? I'm just going to say she's probably not attractive. Oh, why why don't you look? Demi Burton. D-E-M-I-B-U-R-T-O-N. She's 20 years old. Look over the UK. She's in show. I would like to get your opinion on her looks. I haven't seen it. Wrap it up with I'll never get it. Never underestimate what a person will do for sweet and sour sauce. Last week, a woman was charged with disorderly conduct after she threatened to rob a McDonald's in Vero Beach on Wednesday. Police say that they were called to the restaurant after getting a call. What's the matter? What's wrong with the guys in that plane? Oh, she's hot? Well, I wouldn't call her hot, but she's not like what I would thought. Well, maybe because it's super weird to have a really belligerent drunk chick say, bang me right now on a plane, right? Shouldn't common sense take over? Saying You're saying you would Big take Big J would have been like, hey, <laughs> raise my hand. 
on a plane? I said younger. Okay. Okay? (laughs) That means younger Big J was real dumb, okay? Okay. Uh, Police say they were called to the restaurant after getting a call about an irate woman at the drive-thru window. The story goes on that the woman ordered a large amount of food and then requested one particular flavor of dipping sauce when she had already paid. When the employees told her the restaurant charges 25 cents per sauce, the 19-year-old allegedly started swearing and then threatened to get the sauce by, quote, whatever means necessary. Police say that her breath smelled of alcohol. She faced the charge of resisting arrest. Apparently, she wanted uh, 10 packets of sweet and sour sauce, and they would only give her three, and then wanted to charge her 25 cents per additional packet. And that's when she flipped out. Big J, what do you think about that? Crazy, man. Uh, I know it's not okay to go crazy on anybody, but, I mean, you've had your sauce problems in the past. Uh, You have a particular desire for a certain amount, and you get angry when you don't get enough. What's enough when it comes to nugget dipping? Well, I mean, it depends on the size of the nuggets and how many you have. Well, uh, don't you only get the 10-piece? No, I I usually am getting the 20 or 30-piece. Oh, just... This for, for myself. I but, see. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you know, here it is now. You got to, they're giving you minimum amounts now, like a maximum number of sauces, and you guys start paying like Jack in the Box started that. That's Worst thing ever. <laughs> Never enough. Well, you do have bags of sauce at your desk, so I do think they no, can give no, you enough. No, no, you go look over there now. There ain't nothing. What happened? You, drank, you ate it all, or did you throw some of it away? Uh, it no, it's, 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 uh, it's, I've gone through it because uh, I have to because they don't give you enough at the drive-thru. They always screw at you at the drive-thru. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Some bad impressions and additional fun. Let's take one final check at your ride into work. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we have tickets for you to our uh, exclusive showcase number five at the Dating Factory January 18th. We've got We Were Giants, uh, Nixon Rodeo, Christus, and Forsythia all happening January 18th at the Dating Factory. What happened? Yesterday you were calling them Forsythia. Today they're Forsythia. I don't know. We even talked about it being like Sith related, like Star Wars. The and then, Sith. And then you switched it up. I'm going to nickname them the Sith. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number if you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions. It works like this. Big J has worked hard and diligently to come up with three clues each one of those clues points directly or indirectly to somebody that is very famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, you have a concert that you're going to go to on us, and hopefully it'll help make your day a little bit better. Was it uh, a fictional person or a real person today? A fictional. 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 All right, so we got a Last minute person. change. Hello, the X. Hi, Good morning. What's your name, please? My name's Mike. All right, Mike. Good luck. Mike, fictional character, okay? Okay. If you've scrolled the internet lately, you've seen a picture of me. Uh, next one. Nobody likes stormtroopers punching me. Princess Leia? What's that? Princess Leia? Yeah, that'd be awful if a stormtrooper punched Princess Leia, but no, that's no. not who yeah, no, no. Uh, and, and finally, I was the star of The Mandalorian. Oh, heck, of course, I haven't seen that one yet. I don't know. You don't know, Mike? How is that possible? Well, I mean, not everybody has Disney Plus. But (laughs) thank you. You don't even have a guess. It's like all over the internet. Little character. I I even even 
I'm a busy man, guys. <laughs> it's all right, Mike. Well, we're we glad you it. called in. Thank you for making time for that. Good morning, Hope the DX. people you dropped the meeting with are upset. Hey, are not upset. Man, is it Luke Skywalker? Man? Is it Luke Skywalker? Man? No, man, it's, it's not. Luke Skywalker, but thank you. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Uh, did you hear Big J's clues? Yes. Is it Baby Yoda? It is Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is correct. Well played, sir. Hang on one second. We'll get you those tickets to the exclusive showcase coming up on the 18th. Why is Teeny Tiny Baby Yoda in the news? Teeny Tiny Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda has a real name that isn't Baby Yoda, but John Farvo is refusing to tell anyone. The child. Well, he told uh, Takiti Watiti. Yes, uh, they know, but, quote, we're, well, now you're getting into spoilers. I can't say, but there are a lot of theories about it when asked uh, about uh, the name of the Golden Globes. And uh, so that, that, I mean, that's going to be a huge thing coming up for, I mean, it's going to be crazy. I'm sure that it has a name. Any and plans that they to. had for this character, they probably have had to rethink it because of how big I see. Become. I don't. I don't think that. I think they knew it was going to be huge, which is why the reveal was as big as it was in the first episode. I mean, it, it, it all led up to that, and the whole series has been about that, and the series has been in a can for a while. So I think they had an idea. They were comically unprepared in the marketing and toy department. No, they did no that mistake. on purpose. That wasn't but unprepared. Then none they of this stuff is purpose. unprepared. None of this stuff is unprepared. It's all planned out then. Uh, because it, it all revolved around Baby Yoda, and they had all the reaction shots, and they had all the fun. They knew what they were doing. They're they're dumb about some things. I'm not sure they're dumb about this. But either way, uh, Baby Yoda's taking over the world. And back in fall of 2020, right? Yeah, yeah, and we 2021. Oh God, 2021. We um, and we're plus. going to have to uh, find a way. I mean, you know, they have to reboot all Star Wars now to well, get Baby Yoda into the saga. This is the way. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next in the. Papa Roach, come around. Wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this Wednesday, the 8th day of January 2020. That's going to do it for this Wednesday show. We got to talk Baby Yoda today. We got to talk a little bit about how it's romantic to maybe get yourself arrested, to meet up with your girlfriend, even though it's not how it works. And now you're facing more time in jail than she was. And so now you've really offset the balance in the relationship. So that's a tough, tough out. Nobody said romance was smart. No, no. Big J also recommended a movie for you this morning, courtesy of Streaming Dumbass. What's it called again? Uh, It was called A Small Favor. Ooh, I don't think that's right. Simple favor, right? A simple favor, yes. Simple favor. Uh, Not good enough for him to remember the title, but it was recommended. Which makes a little sense to the whole plot of the movie. Oh, this, this, it has nothing to do with the movie. I mean, it's, it's a throwaway name, that's for sure. It wasn't a simple, there was no simple favor involved? No. Was there very, a small favor? Is that maybe why Very complicated. Uh, so you can check that out if you're so inclined. It's on Amazon Prime. And, of course, we gave away some tickets today, so not too bad. Tomorrow on the show, uh, Nerd Alert happening, as well as additional tickets to Exclusive Showcase. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, I'm excited today. What's that? I'm excited because I'm getting my uh, my beard trimmed. Oh, nice, man. Maybe haircut. Getting yourself all fancied up. Presentable. Because uh, it's come full back since I, I chopped it all off. Is it under, uh, is this under order from the wife? The wife likes no, it a little no. bit more controlled? No, it's all you? Yeah. You like it a little more controlled now? Uh, I'll, yes. The compliments come more readily. Sure, right now when, I've got Santa beard and yeah. Christmas is over. <laughs> so it's time to trim it up. Congratulations, Big J. Have fun at the uh, Beardsmith, I imagine, is where you're yep. going, yes? 
Uh, beautiful. Tell everybody there we said hello. Damn right I will. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. Hey, Treasure Valley. Braden here. Bronco Motors Hyundai. Where are you going?